again for Speaking of Justice and Peace, a podcast of the Justice and Peace Office of the Archdiocese of Sydney. I am joined today by Dr Robbie Lloyd to speak to us about the Reconciliation Action Plan for the Archdiocese. Welcome. Hi, Julie. So, Reconciliation Action Plan, what the hell is that? Well... Reconciliation Australia has been working for a very long time with organisations all over the country and inviting people to go on a journey of um, coming to greater understanding of and partnership with Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Last year, about nine months ago, Archbishop Anthony Fisher had a Zoom connection with the wonderful Dr Miriam Rose Ungama Bauman, uh, Indigenous Australian of the Year, and a great leader in uh, Aboriginal and Catholic spirituality, together with, um, with our boss, Father Peter Smith, uh, to explore issues of not just um, Aboriginal history and post-contact history, but the potential for building stronger partnerships between First People and all of us in the Catholic system. So this is a bit of tricky business, really, isn't it? I mean, you know... Australia has a, a, an appalling record of brutality in our colonisation and uh, the Catholic Church was an integral part of that process. So I would imagine this will lead to, you know, difficult conversations at the very least. Absolutely, and um, having been there at the foundation of the colony and then being a major institution that took over uh, activities that were about education, childcare, and as we know uh, through another Royal Commission, um, institutional sexual abuse of young people, Mm. the church has been, um, you know, part of the problem. And so this is all, like the whole country, it's an opportunity for truth-telling. That's what reconciliation is really based on. But it's not about blaming and shaming, it's about coming to mutual understanding and particularly understanding the incredible resilience and success of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people in surviving these challenges and their great generosity and compassion in wanting to seek uh, partnerships for development into the future. So that's what the RAP journey is about and it goes in different stages, the first one being a reflect RAP, which is what the Archdiocese is now entering uh, to prepare itself for what will be a number of years of exploring all these dimensions, inviting uh, conversations with Aboriginal elders and young people and talking through all the things that need to be unpacked Mm. if we're going to have a proper grounded process of healing. What's the value, this is probably an unfair question to ask anyone, but I will ask it, can you talk through the value of looking back into our past, seeing where institutionally deep harm has been done and and talking about that. You know, because there is certainly a school of thought that would say the past is the past, we don't say sorry for the past and why bring up old wrongs if it's just going to lead to hurt feelings? Yeah, well, that may have been a political um, tradition in a way But certainly in the church's work, it's absolutely against the teaching um, of both Jesus and the church that reconciliation is an inherent part of the Christian journey, that 
we do have to face our shortcomings and we do want to come before God and be truthful and then move on in a healing way and know that forgiveness is possible. Uh, as a country, I think Australia really has been retarded by the fact that there's been a lot of denial where we needed the truth. And this is what Nelson Mandela taught us so eloquently in South Africa with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, which, let's face it, avoided a national bloodbath where um, South African people would have been quite justified in many people's minds in mm. being vengeful and attacking um, the people who had been their colonial lords for far too long yeah. and who had abused them under apartheid. In Australia, we have many institutional experiences that are equivalent. And So is this like, I guess, putting ourselves in right relationship with both First Nations people and our own, our own history. Our history and with God. I think for Christians, this is part of our whole choice in life is to, is to live truthfully. And I think um, everyone who knows what's happened to previous generations would like to think that we can heal backwards by coming to the truth today and then working together uh, to be partners into the future and particularly for young people to know that work has been done to um, explore what has happened and to bring it to the fore and then remove denial and go forward truthfully together. So this is, this is not a quick thing, is it? This is going to take years. Right? It's not a quick thing and it's also about affirmative action so that many organisations, particularly like the ABC, which most people would be uh, prominently aware of, they are now naming the places where all their stories come from in their first people's names. They, they have a proactive employment program for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people to be represented uh, in an equivalent percentage as they are in the national population. So potentially the Archdiocese reconciliation plan could result in those kinds of changes. Absolutely. Apart from hopefully, a change of heart. Absolutely, and I think in all churches and parishes there's fabulous opportunity to acknowledge their place, the spirit of that place, the first people who live there, and for everyone in those communities to have an opportunity to be immersed in the culture where they are living, and then also to share all their cultures. So this is about accepting difference and diversity and celebrating it as, as a rich part of our life. It's a good thing. All right, well, we shall get back to you as the journey continues. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.